the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org. Friend, let's open our heart, our eyes, our ears, lift up our eyes, our focus to the Lord, and let Him come to us and help us. Today's message, Let God Help You, is rooted in the book of Psalms, chapter 121, where we're encouraged to lift up our eyes toward God and seek His help. In return, God promises to keep us from slipping and from all harm. Join Pastor Jack Morris as he unfolds this wonderful truth that will encourage you in your walk with Him. Let God help you. Let God love you. Open your heart. Receive His love in The strength will come. The blessing will come. The hope, it'll be yours, your portion. In this world, we're going to have a lot of problems and troubles. You already know that, don't you? In the world, we're going to have tribulation. Jesus told us that. So why should we be surprised when things are not going well sometimes? Jesus said so, that it's going to be that way. So we shouldn't be surprised when problems and troubles come. But this is the thing. He also told us that he's going to navigate us through those problems and troubles. We're not going to be left alone to try to find our way. His love will be there. His love will never fail us. The only time I've experienced a a, a failure along the way during trouble or a problem was when I didn't lift up my eyes to him and keep my focus on him. That's when I'm in trouble. That's when I'm in big trouble. I have to look to the Lord. And as we look to him, his blessing will come upon us. You see, life is like a, a, a huge ocean, like the Atlantic Ocean, like the, the ship is out in the midst of the ocean, no matter... Regardless of which way we look, everything looks the same. Uh, We're there without a compass. Life is like that. But we know who has the compass. He's the compass. And he's going to shepherd us through. And we're going to be blessed because of his nearness to us. As I go through Psalm 121, I'm just reading my devotions, going along, and I this past week or two weeks ago, and I I came to Psalm 121, and I read it, and I rejoiced that I began to praise the Lord. Uh, It brought hope to my heart, and maybe that's why I'm referring to this morning as a morning of hope. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Now listen to what the psalmist is saying. He's giving us a testimony here. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help or my strength. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. You see, he knew the source 
and he could give testimony to what God had already done. This is the blessing that the Lord has for us, even in the midst of difficulty, trouble. No, we're going to win out in the end because he is going to be the victor. You see, when he said he lifted up his eyes, the psalmist said this, to the hills, he was thinking of the time when he and the caravans would go to Jerusalem to worship, just like you come to church to worship. In that particular area of time, the people felt that Jerusalem, meaning city of peace, was where the presence of God was. And at that time, that's where it was. It was more geographical. Today, we believe in God's omnipresence, and we worship him wherever we may be. But there is something, and just like the letters I've read and some of the people who have given testimony, we can stream, but there's nothing like being in the house of God that has been dedicated and sanctified the ground, the bricks, the border, set aside for one specific purpose, and that is to sing the songs of Zion and to be taught the word of God and to fellowship as part of the body of Christ. This is what the psalmist was thinking about. Wherever you are today, God is present, whether you're home, at work, in the car, but there is something about seeing my brother and sister in Christ, my spiritual family, being being together. And soon that's going to happen and we're all going to be back together again. But we're going to look to the Lord and feel in our hearts that it's the call of God and that's going to be the time. But I want to read another passage of scripture to you and I'm going to turn over to Psalm 139. Where can I go from your presence? Listen to this. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me and your right hand will uphold me. God is with us, and I pray that that statement and that truth will sink deep into our thinking, into our hearts, that God is with us. God is with us. Come on, say, God is with me. Say it again, God is with me. God is with me all the time. All the time. Wherever I am, there he is with me to bless me. Now, the psalmist had a choice, as we all do. He said, let me tell you what I'm going to do. I can't speak for anybody else, neither can you. Obviously, we already knew that. But he said, I will lift up my eyes. Meaning that we all have a choice. We all have a choice whether or not we serve God, obey God, worship God. We all have a choice. And that's one of the great blessings that God has bestowed on each of us. And that is the power of choice. And that is an awesome power. An awesome power. The power of choice. And this man chose to serve the Lord. And he writes about it. And I read his testimony and I shout about it and rejoice. He said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Now, Jerusalem is built on about seven hills. There are seven hills that circle Jerusalem. The temple is built on Mount Zion. 
the very hill that many, many years ago, Abraham sacrificed his son. And now the temple is there. So that is a very sacred place to the Hebrews, and it is to this very day. And this is what this man was thinking about. And the caravans would come at certain times of the year. And as a congregation coming along, everybody in the front seat and in the back seat, they were all singing the praises of the Lord. And this was the psalm that they sang, Psalm 127. Verse 2, my help. Let me tell you about my help. Friend, where where do you get help? Let me tell you about my help, the psalmist says. My help comes from the Lord. When I read that about two weeks ago, I couldn't almost help myself but to begin thanking God, speaking out to him. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And when I read that, maker of heaven and earth, that's a universal, unbounded power. That's a universal, unpower of God. What can stand up to that? So when I have that kind of power on my side, I can't help it victory and give thanks to him. We will return to today's message following an invitation for you to attend the Largo Community Church in person. This coming Sunday morning, we have returned to a live service in the church sanctuary starting at 9 o'clock and God's blessing as never before through music, fellowship, prayer, and the preaching of God's word by Pastor Jack Morris. The Church of Friendship and Joy, where Christ is honored and people are loved, welcomes you this Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. Now, let's return for the conclusion of the message for today. Verses 3 through 8 gives us an outline of specific areas that God helps. Specific areas that God helped the man who wrote Psalm 121. And there's one word throughout that passage of verse 3 through 8 that keeps appearing over and over again, repeatedly. It's the word keep. Did you put that? The psalm, look at the screen or your outline. God is our keeper. The psalm 121 is dominated by the word keep. Meaning, God's going to keep you. Now, when we look at the NIV, the word is interpreted, watch over you. Both words are correct. Both words come from the Hebrew. See the word Hebrew? Shamar, to help, guard, watch over, attend carefully, have charge of. So when I I read the various translations of the Bible, the Uh, NIV has the word watch over. Uh, The English Standard Version has the word keep. So whatever version, uh, whatever the translation, it's right. Coming from the one word, shamar. Now somebody has, through the years, have asked me, people have asked me, Pastor, which translation or version of the Bible is the best? Well, you have to decide that because I have read So many versions and translations, and every one of them are right. Some of them are more appealing than others. I like the translation of the word, but here it is. 
and I'm going to use the word keep. That seems to appeal to me because when I think of Shamar, how that God keeps me in all these problems and troubles on the ocean of life, I'm kept. I don't know how to keep myself, but he knows how to keep me, and he does do that exactly, and he does it so very well. Keep. Now look at verse 3. He will not let your foot slip. He, will, he who watches over you, or who, he who keeps you, will not slumber. He will not let your foot slip. Friends, we live and walk in slippery places. It is slippery out there with the temptations and the evils that cause us to slip. And many of God's people have slipped, but we only slip when we stop looking to him and his keeping power. But if we continue our focus on him, when we lift up our eyes, when we lift up our focus on him, and if there's anything that has come along that has drawn your focus and distracted you away from him, then come on back tomorrow, to this morning and allow him to bless you and keep you. Temptations are there always. And all of these temptations that come are not evil or bad, or they don't seem to be evil or bad. The only thing evil and bad about it is that it's contrary to the word of God. That certainly wasn't a bad thing that the serpent asked Eve to do. Just take a bite of this apple. I don't know whether it was truly an apple or not, but uh, we talk about it as Adam's apple. You know, but that was not a bad thing. That wasn't drugs. That wasn't illicit sex. That wasn't alcohol drunkenness. No, that was just take a bite. It's a very easy temptation. But it brought a curse on the whole earth, and you and I are still living under that curse. Friend, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Let's follow him because he will keep us and bless us, minister to us. He will keep us and watch over us. I will keep you. Now, I want to tell you about a Sunday school teacher. Her name is Brenda Nixon. Brenda, a young wife, she taught the third graders, not the third graders, the three-year-olds in the church where she attended. And um, it was Christmas time. And Brenda said that her husband's job was very shaky. And she couldn't imagine what they were going to do if he lost his job. What were they going to do with no income? And she was concerned, very concerned. Any of you concerned today, you want to listen to what I'm talking to you about. And uh, she had so many activities, so many things going on at Christmas and, and then thinking about, hey, we're going to be, be penniless if things turn out the way we, we think and it's possible that it will. And then she thought about her Sunday school class and she took up the quarterly and, and began to read it and it began this way, talking about the Lord as the good shepherd. And, you, you, friend, when things begin to happen that are contrary and, and stressful in your life, we become critical. And one of the first places we begin to criticize sometimes, not all the time, is the church. 
because the church is easy to criticize because the church can't fire us, the church can't take, a, uh, take anything from us or do any harm to us. Um, and so it's a good place to, to uh, find a, a catharsis for that pent-up feeling. So she went on a mental attack against the Sunday school lesson. She said it's Christmas and it's talking about Jesus as being the good shepherd. And she said in, in a city like this, how are these three-year-olds going to understand anything about a sheep and a shepherd? Most of them have never seen any a sheep, only pictures. So she decided that she must teach this lesson because it's, it, it's dated. So she went before the class and they did their artwork and she gave out the, the juice and the cookies and uh, the children had these little pieces of cotton ball that they would paste on the big picture of a sheep. And then she began to teach the lesson. And her teaching, she was an excellent teacher. She began with a, a question, and she expected an answer, and she got an answer. She said, uh, the Lord will keep us, but if something happens and we slip, and she was thinking about how she was on such slippy ground and her husband and income and Christmas. And, and uh, she said, if we slip, what does the Lord do? Or what does, the shep- what does a shepherd do? And she said, one of those little three-year-old cherubs spoke up and said, the shepherd always picks up the sheep. What an answer. God help us to be more like children. Uh, we don't want to slip. If we keep our focus on the Lord, we won't slip. Problems will be there. The, the troubles will be there. But we will navigate through with his help and his navigation. But if something does happen, and if any of you watching or any of you here have slipped, know this. He's the good shepherd, and he'll pick you up. You go to him. Lift up your eyes to him. Put your focus back. Tell him, I... I got my, my attention misdirected, but I'm coming back to you, Lord. He'll be there in a moment of time to bless and to help you. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Verse 4, indeed, he who watches over Israel, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. God will go to sleep on you. He'll be there blessing you and and helping you. I had uh, the privilege just yesterday of being with uh, my, my cousin's wife. This is Dwayne, Blaine's wife. Blaine was a minister at, at her, in Hereford, uh, Maryland for 21 years, and now he's gone on to heaven. And uh, we had a, a virtual meeting with many people, and uh, I had the opportunity of bringing a brief historical message of my cousin. And then his wife, Mary, came on to conclude. And she said that uh, it's so difficult now to go to bed at night. She said, I, I put my head on the pillow and reach over and touch the pillow, but Blaine's not there. And uh, I, I can sympathize with Jerry a little bit and others. Never gone through that, no. Don't want to, but 
She knew that the Lord was there to bless her and to help her, to minister to her, to help her, give her courage. And she was giving a testimony to I don't know how many people throughout the whole, many states who were viewing. Friend, God is there where you are, wherever you are, whatever is going on. He's your keeper and he will keep you. And Mary knew and gave that testimony that only half of that bed is being occupied now. And Blaine would have been 67. Yesterday was his birthday. That's why I didn't hear you. I was so involved. And maybe that's why my voice is having some problems today. But oh, if I could help you today, uh, and I'm trying with all my heart, and I have prayed sincerely for you that God would help you to know that you belong to him and that he's keeping you, he's keeping you. You're not gonna slip, you're not going to fail, but if you do, come back quickly. Don't delay. Uh, the Lord is there with you. Hey, I think ought to, somebody ought to say praise the Lord or amen or something. <laughs> amen. I want to put a little bit of Easter into this message today because every day is a day of resurrection when we are with the Lord. God is our keeper. Here's that d- dominating word again. Look at verse 4. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Verse 5. The Lord watches over you, or the Lord keeps you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. Now, listen, it's it's maybe a little bit strange for us to hear about the moon or the sun harming us. But in that area of the world, in that arid desert area, uh, at that time in history, in that ancient day, sunstroke was, was very real, and people didn't really know how to protect them. But they, they did know that uh, there is a, a shade, and if they are in the shade, that, that the shade will protect. What, what the psalmist is saying, let me get right to the point. The psalmist is saying the sun is like those stresses that come on you, and you'll have a, a spiritual sunstroke. We are exposed all the time to the world and to temptations that continually come our way. They're not not going to stop, and uh, the sunstroke can happen. uh, A stress is the burden that that weighs heavily upon us, and we can be, be impacted by several stresses, many stresses, all at the same time. Here was Rinda Nixon, the Sunday school teacher, with her husband, being threatened with the loss of his job and, and there's so many other activities that are going on and then her Sunday school lesson to teach and she didn't agree with the Sunday school lesson. Uh, she, she was just very critical at the time. And, uh, but that little th- three-year-old helped her tremendously. And she, it was Brenda that gave her this testimony and said it was a three-year-old that helped her. So friend... Uh, let's open our heart, our eyes, our ears, lift up our eyes, our focus to the Lord, and let him come to us and help us. The enemy does not want you happy. The enemy does not want you in victory. But you have a God that will keep you. And as Brenda found out, he is a good shepherd God who will guide us and keep us and lead us. And in verse 5, the Lord will keep you. The Lord is your shade 
at your right hand. Friend, there, there's a tabernacle, a spiritual one that we can retreat into. We can be in the Lord's shelter under his protection and all those stresses that are coming down on us and difficulties and temptations, we can be under the Lord's shade and be blessed and helped by the Lord. It said, the Lord will keep you from all harm. He will keep your life. This is what God will do. I want you to know you're in the grip of love. We all are in Him. Isn't it wonderful to know that God is our helper and He is guiding, protecting, and keeping us? Look to the one who made heaven and earth, and your life will be filled with peace and joy. As we conclude today's program, I want to invite you to pray for the ministry of the healing word and ask God on our behalf to bless these messages as they minister to hearts all over our nation's capital area and the world. And if the Lord lays it on your heart, would you consider partnering with Pastor Morris in financially supporting this ministry? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on The Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.